Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying time is here. That's right, we're talking about Crawl on Animal Attacks April on Kill by Kill. Well, greetings and salutations, Internet. It's your old pal, Patrick Hamilton, coming to you from just offshore in Florida. What's the worst that can happen? This is the Kill by Kill podcast, where we are dedicated to celebrating the least discussed component of any horror film, the characters. That's right. We're going to unpack all the goriest of details of 2019's Crawl in the hopes that a young athlete's untimely end is just the beginning of the jokes we can make at her expense. And as always, there's only one person I trust that if I'm busy stealing scratchers, she will warn me that there are gators outside. The one, the only, Gina Radcliffe. How are you doing today, Gina? Shortly before I'm, I'm, I'm flung into into a plate glass window by an alligator. Yeah, that that <laughs> sounds about right. It does. Um, <laughs> uh, what what is your ex- now? We've gone through four different animal attacks movies, and and some have been more successful than others in the sense that almost none of them were successful. All, Anaconda was a good B movie, but I would garner to say that. Crawl is the zenith of this particular animal attack, April, correct? It, is it a zenith or is it an apex? Oh, I mean, take your pick. Either the top of the alphabet or the bottom. If you're going to be, if we're going to like, you know, without all the fancy words, are you saying, are, is this the best of the bunch? Yes, I would I would say that <laughs> of the movies we have covered, you know, be, aside from our Patreon episode, this is this is by far the best one that we've covered. Yes. And so what was your experience? Like, when did you first see this? I actually watched this for the first time only like a few months ago. Um, and then I watched it again tonight for this. Uh, I think it's just one of those things. It's like I, so many people told me I would like it mm-hmm. that that uh, that I was like, sure, why not? I put it on. I was like, and I wasn't expecting a whole lot to be to, from it, to be honest. Sure. But I was like, okay, this is an animal. This is a fucking animal tax movie. <laughs> There's so many things it does differently than other typical animal attacks movies. You've got, you know, it's a, essentially a two character movie, which is very unusual. Yes. For yeah. this kind of thing. You don't have like even the characters that get picked off. It's not like they're not they haven't been set up to stand around waiting to die. They're just they're just there for a couple minutes and then they get killed off. You don't have the heroine having some sort of reason to strip down to her bra and panties, which is a, a refreshing <laughs> change of pace. Yes. And the dog doesn't die. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's got all of everything going for it. And I think the economics of scale with this motion picture is one of its greatest uh, strengths. The fact that it does reduce who it's about. The fact that these animals require multiple, you know, they really need to gang up to take you out completely or they need to get a great shot in. You can survive some attacks. You can't survive some others. It just, it reduces everything down to a small space. Whereas prophecy took, you know, place across all of the state of Maine. And also, and also it, 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 is, it is proof that alligators, while terrifying, are also kind of silly looking too. <laughs> yes. Speaking of someone who enjoys a goofy looking alligator, we of course have a special guest. She is a returning champion here to not only kill by kill, but to my life, the one, the only Becky Wilson. How are you doing today, Becky? Hello, I am good. 
I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say I, I, someone else is here who's not only terrifying but silly looking. I, I'm gonna I be like, I was gonna be like, hey, that, that was the look on her face, and I, I got offended because I would not. That's not that. nice. No, it is not. That's why I didn't say it. And then you called your. You were trying to call yourself a gator. No. No. The, no. What were you trying to do? I was saying that you're a returning champion. You uh-huh. also recognize goofy looking gators because last night. One of your first comments once the gator showed up was, oh, that guy's just mm. uh, just a grumpy mm. puss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, these all, these all they, they all had the persona of very grumpy old men. They were so. very grumpy old men, and I, that's what I, I loved about them. I loved the choices that were made, that this director understood the movie he was making, was willing to smile about it uh, in places that at one point the alligator's mouth is open in that crocodile alligator smile uh, with the camera like shooting through the smile to the terrified uh, protagonist. I mean, just there was some wonderful choices. There really were. Oh, yeah. That's another thing I forgot to mention about what makes this superior to the other movies that we have covered for this month is it does not have these animals doing things they cannot actually do. Right. Like I yeah. was thinking, I was thinking of the, I was thinking of the way the movie ends, which spoiler, the, the, the heroine and her dad survive. I mean, the dad's missing several body parts by that point. But, <laughs> so many but, body parts. And, and probably, probably several pints of blood at that point, but they managed to make it to the roof of their house and she is hailing a helicopter to come rescue them. You know, then the movie ends. I was like, if if this was any other movie, like the helicopter would start to lower and like uh, like an alligator would just like like come launching itself <laughs> yes. out of the water yes. to attack the helicopter. But no, the the, the 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 alligators stayed where they belonged. Yeah, they didn't just use their tails to flap on the water real hard and spring up in a right. uh, joint did, attack. They didn't roar or anything like that. <laughs> they just they just kind of made these like yeah, you know, kind of yo know, yo. Know, grumpy old man grumbling. <laughs> yeah, they make real gator noises. Like, gators make those noises. They don't amplify them. You don't have Frank Welker in the background going... They're not shrieking. No, they're not screaming. They're not... They don't have hippo teeth. Uh, they don't have charred <laughs> skulls. All the things that we witnessed up until this point. And they are terrifying. Yeah. I, yes. I mean, we were genu- genuinely scared. Yeah, and, and it's the second time for us watching it. I know. I still jumped a lot. Yeah, they, they are large boys. They are big boys. Well, and it's all of and that girls. still water, and you see like the trash in the water or the whatever in the water, and you it's murky, and you think there it can't be a gator in there because there just was ten seconds ago, so it, it'll be gone, and then it's no, it's there right it there. is. I yeah. mean, it, I loved all the. It kind of uh, fucked with your with the movie beats a little bit. I felt. Yes. Yeah, uh, it, it was very well constructed in almost every single way. And before we we get to the film itself, uh, we mentioned the director, and it's you know Andreaha. Um, am I saying his first name? I don't know. What a lot of Alex- things. Alexandra. I think. Alexandra Aha. My apologies. My French is terrible. But um, here's a guy who kind of has. Big, effective swings and then incredible misses. So it's one of those things where 
I can't decide. Like, it's obviously good because there's no way you could just stumble into a movie this well constructed. Or he's taken all the lessons he's learned and actually applied them to the right type of movie for him. I can't decide which it exactly is. Mm. You've got high tension, which has one of the worst twists yes. of all fucking time. I mean, literally ruins a good movie. It's that's how bad it is. Then you have the Hills Have Eyes remake, which is legitimately good. And as much as it might pain me, a Craven fan to say it, infinitely better than the original. I'm I sorry. Thought, I've not actually seen the remake. I guess I should. It is quite good. It is particularly grisly. It has a lot of the same strengths that this one has. It does. And then you have one of the most ludicrous out there fucking ghost movies of all time mirrors from 2008 have you oh have you the, ever the, that, that's uh the the the, the flop house way what come on is it, is it, that's that same <laughs> that mirrors yeah that is the that's all i know that's all i know about mirrors <laughs> the flop house episode and the mirrors has this another twist ending in which the lead uh, from 24 and uh, the president show we worked on for ABC. Kiefer. Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. So he plays like uh, a disgraced cop who takes a job at a, at a mall, uh, at an old department store that has these grand mirrors. And then. Oh, oh I did see that. You did see that? Yeah. Did we see it together? I think so. We must have seen it. I must have dragged <laughs> you. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. But I don't. Do you remember that at the end of it? Like a ghost nun and him have a fist fight and then he wakes up in the mirror world? <laughs> It's got one fantastic kill in it. There's, uh, who is playing his sister in that? Amy Smart looks at herself in the mirror and then like smashes something and just cuts her whole face from one part of her jaw to the other. And it is like grisly and just shocking and nothing in the movie can live up to it. That's mirrors. It's the perfect Stuart. Wait, what? Come on. Moment. What are you talking about? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> then you have Piranha 3D, which again is another movie that knows what it is. I would never call it better than the original Piranha, uh, nor would I call like the greatest, you know, fish attack movie ever of all time. What is the greatest? Ah, the original Piranha is pretty good. Jaws, yeah, Jaws is a fish. So we'll put Jaws in there because it's like a Stone Cold classic. But Piranha 3D isn't trying to really be Piranha. It's just trying to be the most exploitation version of a Piranha movie it can possibly be. And I think it actually nails it on the character side. There's fun characters in that movie. And then Horns is a fucking tragedy. Oh, yeah. We shall not speak of that. No, 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 no. And to this day, why... Every Joe Hill book has been is, is attempting to be made, and no one makes heart shaped boxes. Fucking insane to me. That is a great book and would make a great movie, but no one wants to do it, and I can't fucking figure it out. No, let's make a TV show out of the you know evil Christmas land. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now don't get me wrong. I, I like Nose for You Eight Two, or how yeah. you actually, but I, I like the book very much, but. You know, if ever a book did not warrant an entire ongoing series, yes. it was that book. 
yeah, yeah. I, I don't get it personally. And I'm not a fan of horns as a book either. Uh, then he made a movie called The Ninth Life of Louis Drax that I've never heard of until now. I, no, this is the first I've heard of it. Well, see, his, his love of twists and also because of the genre itself, this is why, you know, certainly, you know, obviously the second time I knew it wasn't going to happen. When I watched this the first time, you know, the whole time as the movie is ending, I'm like, okay, there's the alligator's going to pop out and eat an entire helicopter. <laughs> you know, you know why? Because I've seen that before in Jaws, yeah. the, in Jaws the Revenge. Mm-hmm. The shark <laughs> ate a helicopter. I, I, it pains me to say this. That's Jaws 2. No. Oh, is it? I, yes, no, I it's thought, Jaws 2. Isn't there, didn't they eat a helicopter in Jaws the Revenge too? Uh, maybe. I mean, he eats an entire <laughs> banana boat. That's for sure. <laughs> There's a surprising lack of death in Jaws 4, honestly. Uh, but he totes eats a helicopter in Jaws 2. Uh, he meets the, the, the sailboat armada and he lands and goes, Hey, what's going on? And they're like, Hey, toss <laughs> us a rope. And then that, that half burnt shark just eats that helicopter. And uh, that's it. So yeah, I was not prepared for this movie. And I mean, you know, it's not like you know a, a horror classic in the making. It's just better than a lot of movies in its same genre. But surprisingly held up on a second viewing. Did you did. feel that way? Yeah. It did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and actually I liked it more on the second viewing because I was I had no idea of course what was going to happen the first time. The second time all those details were there, you know, when you go, when she first goes into the house to see where her dad is and you realize they're very cleverly showing you the house. They're showing you the kitchen. They're showing you the ceiling fan she's going to grab later. They're showing you the height chart from when she was little. That's going to show you how high the water is. Yeah. She's, they're showing you the kitchen tile and the window that she, or the screen door that she locks that she's not going to get, be able to get into later. Like all that stuff is set up and it's set up so beautifully where you don't realize what's happening until yeah. it happens. Yes. Which is great. It, it uses that the economy of scale that it has, that it takes place in that one location and really makes the most out of it. And it builds. It shows you where those locations are. Then once you start in the basement, as the water rises, you know the level of jeopardy they are in at every single point in the movie, and it moves at a deliberate and purposeful pace. And it's not cheap, and it's not stupid, and the characters are interesting, and their dynamic works. Like, it's kind of a little miracle in that sense. Like, people obviously knew when they were writing that script this is how you can build these things out. And then you have a director and a crew who just makes a meal out of every single beat in the movie. And it pays off. Like, mwah. Yeah. And, and one thing I also appreciate is that the dad keeps trying to bring her into conversations about the past and, and how, yeah. you know, we used to be so close and she keeps shutting him down. Like, I don't have time for this, which is, <laughs> I, I, I love that because one of my least favorite things in, in disaster movies and animal attack movies is when the characters, and usually it's a couple who were, or people who are once a couple and one of them is still in love with the other one. And, and, or like an estranged parent and child or what the fuck ever. And, and they, they have to stop in the middle of everything to have their big heart to heart. And, and, and it's just like, in real life, you would be like, let's talk about this in the ambulance. 
you know, we we don't have time for this. Yes. Yeah. I, I totally feel you. I mean, that's the dynamic that they have in this is that you know that they're angry with one another. And but it's such a you know, kind of a common thing. Okay, she's coming from a recently divorced set of parents. She's obviously broken up by this. Now her family home is being sold, but she kind of plays it off like, it's just a house. This is just stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's also a champion swimmer because of her dad, the swim coach. But you can now tell that she's a little slower than she wants to be at, at her meets. If she she lets drop at some point that she may lose her scholarship. So she's mad at him, but she's also mad at herself because I am not the champion that my dad said I was. And then that makes you kind of turn on your dad because why did you make me do this in the first place? (laughs) And it's all those things that I think a lot of people feel of dads continuously treating their adult daughters like they're still 10. It's it's a hard thing to get around. And they did a good job of playing up that. And playing it for real. Tension, for real. Yeah, it's yeah. not overdrawn. They don't have some terrible family secret that they're hiding or anything like that. It's just normal, everyday stuff. And she she's both mad at him because they are divorced, but mad at him that he can't seem to, to move on. They're, they're just... It, it seems real. And so when that grounds everything else and you don't have gators that are, you know, using their tails like propellers to skitter across open water, it, it, it lends a verisimilitude to the goings on and you just sink into these characters' situation. I would also say... And it's Barry Pepper. Barry it's Barry Pepper, Pepper. everyone. Uh, <laughs> Barry, Barry Pepper is apparently old enough to be playing a grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not a grandfather. He's, no, she is. He's the, a, the, the sister. The sister oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, absolutely a, yeah. right. 100%. She has a baby. She has baby. <laughs> oh, boy. Battlefield Earth. <laughs> he was in Battlefield Earth, Jaina. Have you ever seen was, that? I have. He was in a better movie, a little movie called Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Well, sure. I mean, he looked like a he, he looked like he looked like a fetus in that. <laughs> <laughs> he was very smooth. Now he's kind of grizzled and sort of might have been an older version of my brother-in-law. So I'm glad he didn't get. I'm glad he didn't get killed. He has a divorced dad beard that doesn't really help things out, uh, but he can really set his own bones. He uses that tool belt for <laughs> sure everything does. in this movie. This is a resourceful uh, father and daughter. Yes. He, he tries that very masculine, like, you know, like biting something while he's trying to tend to his own dismembered arm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the whole. I don't I don't uh, begrudge him any of that. I mean, they are very good at closing off wounds. As you said, and do you like, guys recognize the other lead cuz she was new to me. Uh, she uh she was um the the main girl, Haley or the sister? The main girl who I uh, read is British, but I don't know that I saw her in other things. Yeah, she was like in a, in the Maze Runner movies for all I know. I, I recognized her name because um, she was in a not very good Netflix movie about Ted Bundy. Oh. And she was, she was supposed to play like his quote unquote frumpy girlfriend. 
<laughs> okay. Can, would you like? Would you like to? Would, would you like to take a wild guess as to what made her frumpy? Did she wear glasses? She wore glasses. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've never seen an attractive person with glasses on. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it's Absolutely. how Superman's able to hide his. Absolutely her, you know. not. <laughs> I, I hope for better things for her uh, you know, ahead after after this. What I was going to point out, Patrick, is that the sister, uh, although I would not have known it to to look at her, I just noticed her name in the credits, is Maud from St. Maud. Oh, my God. Yep. Holy shit. I mean, she's um, only in the movie for about you know, 40 seconds. But and she's still. in a phone. You never actually see her see her. So, yeah, yeah. I, I never would have picked her out of a, a lineup as the same person. But, no, that... But she's uh, also a a Brit doing an American accent because they're take, it doesn't show they're taking they're taking our gerbs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they really are taking our gerbs because I would have I would have done well in this dad role. I, yeah, I could have grown one of those gross beards. I would have been fine. Do you, do you think you could have survived being stuck in a house with several alligators? Well, this is, I think, the what I would call the only slight pitfall of this motion picture is that. A lot of the gator footage is obviously CGI. And the problem with that isn't that the gators, I think, look bad. It's that they can't really match the the environment to the gators. So occasionally, like, they'll skitter across mud, and there's no impression that they've been there. They just kind of hover above things. It's a tiny bit. It, it, it doesn't. It, I only saw it really on this one. On this particular well, watch, I wouldn't. But. I wouldn't have wanted. To, I wouldn't have wanted the actors to actually be around real alligators. Then you've oh, got a situation. Sure. You got a situation with that movie Roar, where yeah. like people were <laughs> constantly getting attacked by 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 lions. Oh dear! That might be a stay tuned for next <laughs> animal attacks, April, because Roar is so fucking outrageous. You can't believe it actually. And it's, and it's not even technically an animals attack movie, is it? No. Yeah. No, it's just like a family drama that happens to have a few animal attacks in it. Like 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 Born Free or something like that. But but, <laughs> right. but they but they you know use real lions and real people and those yeah. people weren't trained to work with lions. So. No. Nope. And Melanie Griffith got uh gored a, a little bit on that one. So uh that's a real thing that oh. really happened. Yeah. Oh. So much of the movie though, you're just seeing like a tail go by. So it's sure. not too bothersome. No, and I and think, when they're all, when they are full in your face, then that's when they have a character. That's when their grumpy old man character comes <laughs> out, and I enjoy it. Yeah, I think they you employed a couple really good puppets at choice moments, and the camera work really tries to minimize how bad they could look. It, it this doesn't approach anything as bad as Shark Night, like Shark oh. Night was. Terrible. No, this is this is like this is like uh, I don't know. I'm trying to compare a good movie to to to, to Shark Night. The Citizen Kane. Yes, thank Shark you. Night. That that's what I'm looking for. This is this is a Citizen Kane compared to Shark Night. That's exactly uh, what I was grasping for. Thank you. And it's just a, a nice little Swiss watch sort of setup where everything ticks along at a pace and the tension builds as the water rises yes. and you can literally it's not people don't have to tell you oh this is bad like there are periods of time when they're in 
the basement where there, there's no talking happening. Yeah, we talked about that, Gina, how we loved how there were so, so many stretches with no dialogue where, in a, like you said, in a bad version of this movie, they would have constantly been announcing, oh my goodness, the water level, it's rising. And like, you know. Basically like expecting that the audience needs to be told right. what's right. happening. Like, I just don't think you can, uh, most people would watch this movie and go, well, I just don't know what when they're in danger and when they're not. It's very plain how once they're down there, getting out is going to be incredibly difficult. And then it just adds difficulty upon mm-hmm. difficulty upon difficulty. With moments of breath, though, where, yeah. you, where you go, oh. She's got her flashlight that whines. It's not going to run out of batteries. And there's the people across the street at the gas station. Yes, it's going to be okay. And then, of course, the people at the gas (laughs) gas station uh, Uh, are at. Yes. So this brings up a question, and you love to see it, something that just prompts a real get to the heart of who you are as a person question. And that is, what would you risk getting eaten by an, an alligator for from a convenience mark? <laughs> uh, Becky, you're going to guess what I I have an answer. I, I love Slurpees. So I would give it, you know, I'd consider it. Would I actually get out of the boat mm. for the Slurpee? I, you know, I'm, I'm going to with a no i mean two of the characters in this movie are going after cash from the atm machine they steal an atm machine which you know okay but i also love that these people who steal atm machines also care about our leading lady he he wanted to help her yes you can see like he doesn't want someone to drown you know like uh, pick up an atm machine i get a girl out of a basement you know (laughs) all in a day's work all in a day's work what's she gonna do tell on me and uh, he, for his troubles, he gets at, and he gets at real good. Um, and even before he gets it, his girlfriend gets it, and she's already in the boat. And that gator just gets one leg and just yanks her right into the water, and you never see her again. This brings up, I think, one of the movie's better strengths, is that whereas the gators are, are you know, they have to be kind of CGI, but the gore... And the body horror and and all that stuff, that is real. They don't skimp. It's it, it's good, but it's not like over. No, the top. but it's it it's it's impactful. It it packs a punch. Right. Like like when uh when Barry Pepper's character gets his arm, his like forearm yes. Yes. Like if you if you have those if you have those those captions on, it's a crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, when, when that when that one guy gets his face smacked up against the glass, when that one cop is just in a death thrash. Yes, and oh, she's trying to grab his hand, grab his and hand him out, and-, and then you've got you've got the the one guy who is set upon by a, anywhere from five to thirty gators. Oh yeah, um, and and I'm like watching it at this point. I think the first time I I was watching it, I was like, how many of these fucking things are there? well this time and watching it you do see although it's kind of partially covered by rain but you see that she's driving by a gator farm so the gator farm is flooded and these and these guys are and they all got out yes i missed that the first time too that's uh, that's why they're grumpy 
Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, imagine, yes. like, imagine you go to bed and, and you know, you're sleeping your nice home. And then you like, you wake up the next morning, you're, you're wet. You know, everything is just water building up and you're in somebody else's house. You're, you're going to be like, you know, lashing out at, you know, you know, whoever you see around you. Like every day you're guaranteed one chicken hung from a pole. <laughs> and now you're now you're like out searching for yourself. Like, I hope someone tries to steal an ATM so I can bite his leg off. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the gourmet, even, you know, the wounds. You know, oh, yeah. Her peeling back her jeans or whatever pants she has on to look at her leg the first time she gets bit. Her barb and star kulaks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we just talk it's, about how awesome barb and star Oh, my God. I just want to so do, I want to like you completely alienate our listeners by just doing an episode on that. <laughs> Although we did bring it up when watching this movie because we were laughing at the way she was driving through the hurricane <laughs> yeah. where she was like moving the steering wheel just a little bit to the left and the right and the left and the right and that was it. Don't drive straight. Just make micro movements. Left and right. Left and right. That's a barb and star, barb and star reference. Yeah. Um, I, I've watched that movie twice. I can watch it five more times. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It is a precious jewel. <laughs> Uh, it's just one of those rare. I, I, I comedies aren't like this so much anymore, where they just go, "This isn't the real world, and no one cares about the real fucking world." We're he- this Pee Wee's Big Adventure type. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're just going to a different place. But with someone singing a song called "I Love Boobies," and, <laughs> and, and it is credited at the beginning, at the end, at the, at the end of the movie as a as a I'm- song that someone wrote. Uh, fingers crossed for the Oscars next year because I think it has a chance. It's it lodges your your way into your brain. I Especially during these COVID times, yes. it's yes. just delightful. It really is. Warm and star. Warm hugs. Warm. Another Florida movie. It's true. Yeah. Double Two. feature. There you go, listeners. Double that, feature. That's your double feature. Barb and Star, followed by Crawl, or vice versa. <laughs> might have actually been filmed in Florida. <laughs> I think. I think. I think Barb and Star might have actually been filmed in Florida, though. Whereas, if you look at the credits for Crawl, it appears to have been filmed in Yugoslavia. Yeah, I was about to say uh, there's, yeah. there's a lot. It's uh, some like Sokovia or something. <laughs> Just those, it's such an Eastern European uh, continent. It doesn't actually exist in reality, which is good because that is not a uh, not a campaign to get any people to move to, anybody to move to Florida. this is true florida is a place that is just trying to kill you and it's a miracle (laughs) that you survive every day and i don't i don't get it i don't you step outside you step outside of disney world you're just getting eaten by something it's it's like the australia of the united states have i ever told the ant story on here gina when i was in orlando god no Okay, so once upon a time, I was I was working for Universal Studios Japan, and I was recruiting people from Universal Studios Orlando. And like one of my first trips there, they put me up in kind of a crappy hotel, but in I Orlando, know, in Orlando, I, I didn't care. Uh, it was next to the Pirate Dinner uh, uh, Theater. Surprise, uh, pirates! <laughs> surprise, surprise, pirates! pirates. So, um, 
I I go I am like it's like the second night there I just Monday night football's on and I don't know why I decided to watch Monday night football but I didn't have cable I was like I'm gonna watch Monday night football so I I get some ribs uh I I come back I put it on the little coffee table I go back to grab a beer out of the refrigerator and by the time I'm back ants it's everything is covered oh my literally. God. Like they've all been waiting for me to turn my back. <laughs> That's how fast everything was covered with ants. I'm and just grimacing, just just like listening to this. It gets worse. So I I you know get it out of there and put it in the dumpster and try to clean up all the ants that I do see. And I call the front desk and I go, something has to be done. My my room is covered in ants. And the person on the phone said, "Are you sure?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, hold on. I might be very high. Let me check this. They're not crawling under my skin. They're attacking baby back ribs. It's not, I can see them. They exist. They are real. Can you send someone over to take care of the ants? And I'm like, all right, we'll send somebody over. Half an hour goes by. No one comes. I call again. It is a new person who answers the phone. And I say, I give the story and they go, are you sure? <laughs> now, two, two different people who were like, this so, is common. People hallucinate ants in this joint. So the, yeah, I was going to say, so this is part of the uh, the script they have to read, I guess. And someone says, <laughs> my room is crawling with ants. Help me. Uh, let's go down the list. Are you sure? Because are most you people... on are you on drugs right now? <laughs> like, how recently have you smoked crack? And I'm like, I'm very sure everyone stop asking me. I know what ants look like. And they're like, hold on, we're sending someone over. I'm like, are you are you sure? <laughs> because the last time it didn't happen. He's like, yes. 15 minutes later, the the hotel cop shows up with the hand on his gut. <laughs> And gonna I, shoot you. Gonna, to <laughs> of I was gonna say he's gonna shoot them with very tiny bullets. <laughs> it's just I don't I and that's yeah, he's like and then he 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 pulled out a can that he had stuck in his back pocket and handed it to me and walked away. Like, here you go. You got some off-brand rage. Here's some man spray. Never took the other hand off the gun though. <laughs> Well, 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 you know, the, 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 the desk clerk said, we got a troublemaker in room 404 said there's some ants in there. Seeing ants in dick fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what were we talking about again? Oh, yeah. That's, what, that's a problem with a, with a movie that we like. We tend to go off more on, like, personal tangents. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is a really good movie. The economy of scale that it has... The way it builds, it it shows you the maze and then they're trying to get through it. All the obstacles are kind of real obstacles. Like you're trapped in a basement. There's kind of one way out. It it establishes that you can see through the basement, which also means you can yell out, but it's a storm. No one can hear you. You can shine a flashlight, but, you know, maybe they can see it. Maybe they can't. But those holes will also mean when the water rises enough, the water's just going to start pouring in like Everything about it is building off the last difficulty mm-hmm. 
right up, right up until the point you get to the eye of the storm. And they're like, so long as the as long as the rain's going, they can't hear us. And then the rain stops immediately. As long as, long as the levees levees don't break, we'll be fine. Levees break. <laughs> levees break. Well, yeah. shit. <laughs> and you pretty much get to that sort of die. It's die hard in a swamp. Yes. That's what that. this is. It's die hard in a swamp. Oh my god. Crawl. And, and the and the and the alligators are Hans Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> Shiten the finster. What? Shoot the glass. Oh man. Um, like is she is she like fought with an alligator on the roof and the alligator fell off and is like slow motion fall, like waving his hands around. <laughs> I would be like I would be like, I will never watch another movie again. This is <laughs> It, will, just, it, just, it won't get any better than this. Undoes the company watch the gator which stole from inside the house. And it just falls back in slow motion. It's bare bonds. You know, rain down like snow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one gator that was hung on the roof comes back. It's you didn't save that one. That's a gator in a hat and a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I like that how I like how we're with scenarios to make this movie worse. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Usually too, we're it's, trying to diagnose how to get better, but you know it's, what? It's, it's too good. It's too good. How, how yeah. can this movie have been bad? How can I fuck this up a little bit? <laughs> We do have to talk about the dog, other than the dog didn't die. That yeah. was that was a great little dog. That champion. was a great oh sugar. sugar. Sugar had to yelp at the appropriate time, scratch at the floor, the 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 door to the floor mm-hmm. uh, to try to say, "Hey, this is where Dad is." Yeah, the, the dog was like wet, just <laughs> covered in rain, just swimming. He had swimming. to swim through a hallway. Oh. He's got a great stride, that one. And he's got a great <laughs> little beard. Again, they don't make the dog do anything that's superhuman. The dog knows how to really do two things. Swim mm-hmm. and know where dad is. Yes. And <laughs> it doesn't. It fulfills that role and it doesn't get at. Like, it's just championship filmmaking here. <laughs> like, you don't need that. There's enough of what you do need in this movie. And when the huge escalations happen, like the levees breaking and them crashing the boat, they finally found it back into the house. It's just, it's kind of like, okay, sure. I mean, why not? At this point, I mean, it's not like they didn't tell you that this could happen. Mm -hmm. You just don't think it's going to happen at the rate it does. And then very quickly that house starts to flood up and, even the second time she reaches into the water for something that the cops had, like the first time's the gun and she gets her arm chomped. Mm-hmm. The second time she's like, come on. All I need to do is slap this board against the water going against every instinct I have to get that radio. But again, if she didn't get the radio, who's to say the helicopters wouldn't have come to pick them up at that moment. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, again, like another, another way, that this is superior to some of the other movies we've seen in in uh, the theme this month is yeah. there are no human villains. Right. And one, one of the things that made me so furious about Shark Knight was this twist that 
you know, this was all the sharks were acting under some sort of plot by a couple of hillbillies. Yes. Now they could have very easily have turned the people robbing the the convenience store into like these into villains, a, an extra complication, right? Who just decide they're going to stick around and harass them, right? And then yes. and, and, you know then it makes it you know, you know, you know, more satisfying, I guess, when they eventually get killed off. And you know, instead, it's just like you know, oh, well, there's some looters. Oh, well, now they're they're gator chow. Yeah, yeah, they left behind a boat, and that they're a boat delivery that is their system. Purpose, yes. yes, right. I have to say, it took me till now <laughs> to realize when you first brought up Shark Night, and I was like, I don't even know what that is. And then the second time you brought it up, I was like, Oh, I watched that with you like two weeks ago, right? And, 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 and I apparently loved it so much. I just forgot all about it. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's like already all. It, literally, the only thing I remember about that movie at this point is that it had a guy from Schitt's Creek in it. That's that's all I remember. Yes. Yeah. And what's his face from Blair Witch? Has his jaws teeth, and he just yes. walks around like he's a normal person. <laughs> no, no one bats an eye. And, 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 and a shark teeth. And a shark like leaps out of the water, which again, I don't, you know, you can keep this animal doing shit they can't actually do. Well, I mean, there are the, the sharks do leap out of the water for like uh, seals and stuff like that. Like they do have that on camera. That is a capacity they do have. But again, those are sharks on a, on a real hunt where they're after something. I don't know that they would leap out of the water to eat a guy on a sea dew as if they understand <laughs> what a fucking sea dew is. <laughs> yeah, that movie was terrible. I, it was absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that was that was packing. probably one of the bottom among the bottom of the barrel what we covered for this show so far. We've covered a lot of bottoms of the barrel. Not not. Not only have I forgotten a lot of what was in Shark Night, I forgot that we watched it together. That's how much my brain is saying, you don't need this information, and just overriding <laughs> yeah. it very yeah. quickly. Just my, my brain was like, protect yourself. Just <laughs> put it away. You, you didn't see it. It didn't happen. This is space that you can use for better things. <laughs> oh, my. I agree. And we don't have, I mean, yes, there is a greater environmental message here in that this is something that we will generally have to face as a a nation that's surrounded on two sides uh, and a couple spots on the south by water. Mm -hmm. And as sea levels rise and you have these bigger storms as a result of climate change, like this shit is going to, not the alligator attack necessarily, but- I don't think we're all at risk of having alligators in our basements. Gina, this is the thing they're not telling you. Okay, I'm breaking. We've been doing this for five years, but it's all been a ruse because now this is what the this is what the podcast is. Okay, it's a podcast about how alligators are taking over the world, and as the oceans rise, they're coming to take back the land, and they're already here. They've taken over stars. They've taken over politicians. Some of your favorite pop stars, alligators. Your teachers, alligators. Universities full of alligators. They don't want to tell you the truth. And I will, because I'm brave. It took you five years, but yes, you you finally let it out. Becky, if I start Mm -hmm. with 
on episode one. And we're talking about Friday the 13th. And I'm like, and then she gets slipped by the throat. Also, by the way, the world's being taken over by alligators. We're not, we're not retaining that. That's true. You may not end up number two in Ukraine that way. Yes. Yeah, this two, is how you got it. Number, number two in Ukraine, number three in Belgium up until today, in which our entire podcast was erased off of Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's fun. Uh, one box supposedly didn't get checked, and now we don't exist. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uh, pretty happy about it. I'm uh, pretty happy. Yeah, you gotta, you have to wait, you have to bring people in. And now we have a whole uh, group of people on Patreon who are funding my alligator <laughs> conspiracy theory. Well, when we finally do, or we finally are able to ever do a, a live show, it's just going to be Patrick giving a presentation on alligators. <laughs> That's right. Sure. <laughs> the, allega- the, 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 the alligator menace. <laughs> naked on stage, as I always podcast, completely <laughs> naked. That is canon. Out on stage telling old stories about how I used to work in a theme park, ran a robot, and gator theories. <laughs> Standing room only. And then someone's going to go, when is he going to talk about Jason shouldn't wear a jacket? I'm like, shut up, I'm talking about the alligators. <laughs> I thought I was going to rant about Freddy Krueger. No one knows how he works. No, fuck that. We're past that. Gators now. It's all gators. Chomp by chomp. <laughs> chomp, by chomp. 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 Why did why didn't we think of chomp by chomp for that? Why do we, we're thinking about it at the fifth show? Oh. Well, not all, not all, not all the, the animals chomped. That's this, true. That's most of most of them chomped. <laughs> but 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 like the anaconda didn't chomp. He just swallowed. No, he, and he sprunged. He sprunged. Yes, and, he, and, 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 he, and, he, and he crushed. He hugged to death. <laughs> he just had so much love to give. Oh. You know, he's like, he's like all of us, you know, where we, you know, he got his vaccination. He's just like mm-hmm. hugging everybody and maybe a little too hard. <laughs> you know, maybe you have to like kind of pry him off of you, you know, we're all, we're all going to have that. We're all going to have that moment. It's like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fish river style. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what this movie needed. One crazy gator guy. No, no, no. But see, that's what I'm talking about. You get, it doesn't need any human villains. It's got like the, like 37 alligators. Right. Yeah. yeah. When your movie has 37 alligators, much like your movie has 40 sharks, mm-hmm. it, it does not need humans to be you know, the real villains. <laughs> Very true. So, all right. Becky, you're a bit, bit of a deficit here because you've only seen two of the films. Mm-hmm. Uh, one and a half, kind of. <laughs> the I mean, I really blocked it, but yeah. One and a quarter, maybe, is still sticking <laughs> yes. in there. Uh-huh. Okay. But, Gina, in terms of ranking Animal Attack April, let's think about this in terms of, we know what the best is, right? The best is Crawl by a country fucking mile. But what is your yes. number two? Um, yeah, for quality, I, I probably Anaconda, but I did get a big kick out of out of, out of uh, slugs. Yeah, uh, it just I, yeah. it, it was just it's so it was so weird and and so incompetently made. 
that <laughs> I, 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 I could, I couldn't help, but, but kind of love it. A little. I mean, the, the thing that slugs has going. How did the slugs it. kill people? Well, they're mutated slugs. Oh, uh, they, 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 were, they, they, they ate them. Okay. They ate people. They, you would just get so covered in slugs. Like a swallow. Right. But even <laughs> like one person. But just, not a chunk. But well, one of them. Oh, there's chunks a, there's with a little chopping. Oh. There's a little chopping. There's a little there, there's a little chomping. A little, quite little chomping. But they also will, like, <laughs> jump through your skin. That, so, like, at one point, uh, this gal who was crying during sex falls on the floor. <laughs> and slugs just slip through her spinal column. Just, like, zip, zap, zoom, right in there. We, we, we might be selling you on this movie. I, I, I implore you, don't watch it. <laughs> no, I, no. I, I would like to stay married to you, Becky, very much. And I will never show you slugs without prior permission. And even then I will try to talk you out of it. It is a true, it is great, but it's also a very terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the people kind of explode. Like some, this one guy has a salad with a slug in it that his alcoholic wife makes him. And he just slug explodes at a restaurant at a fancy steak restaurant with an with a maitre d's. Oh, what can I get you to drink, sir? And then he just, <laughs> In the middle of drinking a scotch, explodes. Oh. And then the people who are at the meeting still want to buy that land. They're yeah, like, they're, all, they're only mildly put out of this. <laughs> like, it happens. You go to a well, steak you know. restaurant, someone explodes. Sure. I mean, who, who's amongst us has not, you know, <laughs> enjoyed a nice lunch with a guy whose face just melts off right in front of you? Um, so... Yeah, I'm right there with you. They're they're neck and neck because Slugs is both incompetent, boring, and outrageously fun in spurts. Like it's a, it would be a better movie to watch. It was also really people. fun to talk about too. Yes, yes. Whereas Anaconda is just reasonably well executed. It's like a solid B B minus sort of movie, and it's full of movie stars, and it's got a lot going for it. So yeah, I'm kind of with you. I might flop Slugs for Anaconda, but on a different day. I'm right there with you. So that really just brings us down to the bottom four and five. We have 1979's Prophecy and Shark Night. Oh, Shark Night is so low down for me. It's not, it's not just amongst the worst movie that we watched for this. It's amongst the worst movie we watched (laughs) this entire five years of podcast. It was, it was boring. It, it wasn't so bad. It's good. It was just like talk about a a a you you could see you know you could say that the movie is incompetently made, and and I can still be at least entertaining. Mm. I can't deal with a movie that is indifferently made, and and <laughs> and, and this movie is just indifferent. Yeah, whereas prophecy has some highs that are so high when that kid thwacks right i mean in, right in a sleeping bag like you you remember that for the rest of your life but right. that is undoubtedly the movie's high point and it never gets anywhere close to it right but shark night side. shark night has no moments like that they're there sure. it's because no. everybody just everybody just gets eaten by sharks mm-hmm. and they're not even like they're not even good kills because they're yeah. they're they're trying to stay so you know restrained as far as, as violence and nudity and you know, 
you know, the, basically the reasons people watch these kinds of movies <laughs> because they're not usually for the plot. Now, now right. again, with Crawl, there's you know a, a refreshing lack of gratuitous nudity because it would be really weird she stripped down her bra and panties <laughs> when she's you know trying to rescue her dad. But you know that yeah. doesn't that doesn't mean that that you know other directors wouldn't try it. You know, right. wouldn't, wouldn't give her an excuse to take off most of her clothes or or to, you know, have it, you know, apparent when she's, you know, wet that she's not wearing a bra, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, a, a lot of, a lot of, you know, directors would go that, you know, Yes, or make her be in a swimming suit, the whole right. time, like a bikini yeah. the whole time. Yeah. She's, just, she's a swimmer. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's just in her regular clothes. Yeah, uh, and she and she keeps them on the whole time. Bless, <laughs> but but with you know with Shark Night, there was you know not there was nothing there that made it you know quote unquote no. worthwhile. Uh, Prophecy just has some really terrible characters that at least get your attention, and it's so anachronistic of the time and. Like, but and, it also and, has a boring axe versus chainsaw fight. But also, Ain't Patrick, it? don't forget, yeah. the rats are eating the babies. <laughs> rats are eating the babies. There are no, you know, rat versus baby fights and crawl. So one point to <laughs> prophecy right there. You have rats. Well, there are baby alligators. So we could, who do you think would win in a fight? A rat or a baby alligator? Uh, probably a baby alligator. I would think, I would so. think so, yeah. Uh, rats can take some punishment though. well you know like you know alligators get that little you know that thing where they grab you and they start like you know tussling with you you know yeah the death you know, spiral yeah thrashing you around the water i don't know i don't know how well a rat can take that <laughs> rats i mean i certainly i Call certainly in. let us know I, I, I wouldn't last very long <laughs> That, yeah, oh, so with, these, with, these, with these kind of with these kind of movies, I I like to watch them and think, you know, what would I do in this situation? And and you know, basically, I would have died very early on, probably of a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the thought of the amount of times she is required to go back under the pipes where she's safe in her little nook. Yeah, with her dad to go into the water. Ah, oh. she. <laughs> yeah, die, faint. Gina, I just want to remind you that last year I fell off a curb. Becky saw this. It was a very small curb and I fell right on my face. (laughs) Like there's no way I would. So you're you're just getting, you're just getting like tangled up in those wires and just like, you know, just later it's like, well, all right, come and get me. No, I'm that cop. I'm totally like getting chopped in the torso and getting thwacked into the, the subfloor of that basement. Yeah. But you know, but you die a hero though. I mean, he tried, he tried. I don't even know if I could take the face full of spiders. Oh, I yeah. forgot. Oh, the face they, full no, of yeah. That was gross. That's um <laughs> that's a lot. That's that's insult to injury, to be honest with you. Uh, but this movie takes it there. So yeah, yeah. Shark Knight. I would not want to die like the the partner cop who stares at a rusty swing set. And this very clearly is being pulled by something underwater. Very large. And doesn't try to like run away i need to hop in this boat get in a boat <laughs> just watches it's like oh maybe he is chunked maybe that's a cute sea turtle over there like what does he think that is <laughs> do you uh, think it's a manatee like what what are you doing? i feel like he gets the fastest death though because like i said he's like set upon by like six alligators yes yeah i mean it's fun to watch yeah they sure. like they like tear him apart like i think like a loaf of monkey bread yeah he gets the full <laughs> day of the dead where they each take a piece and yes. they just pull apart yes but i guess it serves him right for standing there 
I, I'm not going to say he's asking for it, but he's not not asking for it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I guess, do we want to know what, say what our circumstances are for choose your own chomp venture here? Like, you're going to get eaten by a gator one way or the other. How are you going to be taken out? Jeez. I mean, I probably, you know, would be, you know, stealing a hot dog in the, in the, in the, uh, <laughs> I mean, let's just, let's just face it. I, I love how like, please, he's like, he's like, Hey, free hot dog. And he really loves the sunglass cart. <laughs> he takes like 20 pairs of sunglasses and looks yeah. at each one and smiles delightedly. He's taking those gift cards off one. the wall. Like you don't have to register them at, a, <laughs> come on, man. Like have some sense. You know how gift cards work. That's what's not going to help you. Cause I, I wouldn't try to, if I, I was going to to uh get involved in looting i i would not take the atm because i would not actually know how to open it and, and i and I, feel, and I feel like something like that could be pretty easily you know a trace back to you i mean i've, I've seen good fellas i know what happens when you suddenly start spending a lot of money <laughs> when you when you start when you show up with a brand new cadillac and then a fur sure. coat for your wife and all i i, I know how that works out <laughs> you end up you end up hanging in a freezer truck after after a while so yeah yeah if i had to choose i'm gonna i'm gonna go out you know you know eaten by a gator just you know okay. it's, a, it's a good it's a, it's a man's death oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you say back oh man i guess i'll go for the guy who even though he is a ne'er-do-well with the stealing of the ATM, still had his heart in the right place to try to save the hero, the mm-hmm. heroine, before he is he tried to save the glass. He, he tried to save her, and, and he tried to save his brother. He tried to warn. That's his true. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he, deep down, he's got he's a thief with a heart of gold. That's right. He just might steal yours. And <laughs> you know what? Oh. You know what? Stealing an ATM, victimless crime. <laughs> That's very true. That robot doesn't own that money. That the money is that, do. You're just that stealing money, money is, from the gators. That money is insured. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm taking that day of the dead. Uh, oh, yeah. You just want to be ripped. Apart. I just want to be. Yes. I want one and done. <laughs> okay. Man, everyone, everyone pull a piece and I'm I'm just a floating torso. That's I'm cool with that. <laughs> just use, uh, use, use what's left over as a planter. That's the name of my uh, autobiography, Floating Torso. <laughs> what does it mean? You're going to have to read it to find out. Uh, Gina, where can people find you on these here internets? I am a writer at school.net. I cover film and television, and I am on Twitter under Porcelain72. Do it today, people. Check it out. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook. We've got the group going on and then occasionally on Instagram, the whole nine yards. You can join us over on Patreon. Uh, we've got lots of fun stuff there. We've got an Animal Attack April special for you that will be there. We're going to talk about Annihilation, which is going to be really fun. Uh, in the coming weeks, the return of Dish by Dish. Uh, we're finally ready for seconds. Uh, we're going to take it on. We're going to follow our, our, our favorite uh, gruesome tootsome as they continue to fall in love the way uh, to one guy who hunts serial killers and one guy who is a cannibal only can. Um, <laughs> and a whole lot more, lots of fun stuff coming your way, including The Mutilator, uh, a movie that you have to see to believe uh, it is on Amazon, I believe. So do that. I promise you, worth the watch. It starts on a real high, and you can't believe how it ends. I promise you, 
the mutilator. We got a great guest. It's going to be fun. Uh, so for Becky and Regina and myself, the body count will continue. Until next time, bye-bye, everybody. Bye.